Some teams are hard to beat, some teams you know you're gonna flog. Some days the ground is hard, some days you're playing in a bog. You check your tips, your dream team, then you read your favourite blog. That's why you're listening to Dan and Miles Pod. You sprint to get the ball, but when you're chasing, you just jog. The spearhead kicks a goal, and then the cheers could raise the flog. And if you're best on ground, then everybody calls you Bob. That's why you're listening to Dad and Mom's podcast. Dad and Mom's podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Mog Footy Pod. I'm Dad, and I'm Mog. And this is the Dad and Mog Footy Pod. Do you reckon they fell for it? No. Nah. <laughs> How are you, listeners? It's very good to be back in your ears. It's been a big week in football footy. for AFL, but also for local footy. A lot of leagues getting yes. started. Mogs. What? You played your first ever practice match, practice match against Williamstown. I did. Last Sunday morning. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. What did you love the most about playing? Tackling. How many tackles did you lay? About five, six, seven. Yeah, I think I counted about seven. What was it like? So the tackling was great, that physical side. Was there anything that you like didn't expect? Um, no, not really. Cool. So you played... Soccer last year on full yes. pitch, so this ground was. Oh wait, yeah, I <laughs> like how much running because I I forgot about the running. Bit. <laughs> well, I I I remember the running, but like how far and like how long the pitch was, and um, yeah. So that's uh, one of the bigger differences. Our, no, I actually, our ground is much bigger than that. Ground. It is too. What I noticed is. When you watch you play soccer, you could see everything. Yeah. <laughs> this time when the play was on the other side of the ground, it's like, oh, is that Molly? I don't know. Oh, the running, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot more as we were kind of thinking of, I guess, in soccer, you're used to a lot of positional yeah. structure. That's the one thing I got annoyed at because yeah. everyone was going to the ball and I was in the perfect position. <laughs> no one would Because soccer, but yeah, soccer's very lateral, like sideways movement. But I think everyone, everything's just straight line at the moment. Um, it, but it'll come. It's your first practice match, a lot of your first games. Now you played with your friend Pearl. Yes. How long have you known Pearl? Um, I think I've known her... I've known her since I was like two. I think two. Yeah, there was a music program you guys did. I just love it. It sounds like two old ladies, Molly and Pearl, <laughs> going to play some football. Not but really, not. but okay. Yeah. Um. So, it's awesome to see you guys playing, girls, sorry, playing together. Yeah, you're pretty tired afterwards. It was, um, was. I, I, it was very tired. Yes. Did your coach have any advice for you? Um... She said that I was in the perfect position for basically everything, yep. but we weren't quite up to that standard, so just to go in and get it. <laughs> and bump, because you're allowed to bump, yes, obviously. Absolutely. So, I whacked someone to the ground. I saw. Uh, you got a few nice kicks and yes. quite a few handballs. Now, you had training last night, but it yes. wasn't really typical training because... Yeah. Well, I'm going to be on ABC Me... On this Sunday at nine o'clock in the morning, ABC Me. So, why will you be on TV? 
because, well, Emma's obviously our coach and, like, they wanted to do something with her. Um, so, I'm not sure if you know her, but Grace, the host from ABC Me, she was basically just joining in from, I mean, like, with the training. And, like, yeah, f- we were getting filmed and some people got interviewed. Not me, but that's okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, so ABC Me, it's it's like a, a kid's program on the ABC. So, tune in. It was right next to a train line, so they had to stop filming a yeah. number of times because the train was going past. It did mean that wasn't your normal training session, but... Yeah, it was still fun, though. A heck of a lot of fun and what a great memory to kind of look back on yeah so if you want to watch it it's on iview at nine o'clock on sunday we'll uh maybe tweet out a link from iview once it's up there lots of fun okay so you played footy last sunday yeah and then uh we went to see richmond yeah you were so tired oh my god (laughs) so tired like and I had a headache the whole time. and I kept yelling accidentally and Molly was like, ah, my head. And I hit him. Apart from that, what did you think of the game? Yeah, it was a good game, yeah. That's it. It's a Just good a game. Good game. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was really impressed with Richmond. Dan Butler, what a goal. <laughs> and also Dan Butler. Year. Ah, what were you doing yeah. playing on? He had 30 seconds... But that's all right. We won. Yes. I, I, I forgive him. I forgive him too. Um, Having watched... And I didn't forgive him at the time. I think I shouted out something about him being dropped to the reserves. So, I've watched it back again. We actually should have won by about 10 goals. Hawthorne came back late, but when you watch it on the tally, they were never right. really a chance. We actually controlled the game. Just didn't quite put it on the board. That's the one thing about Richmond this year I've noticed is when we do get control of the ball, which has happened quite a few times, yes. we don't really get it down. I feel like we're too mm. generous. Yes, the forwards are too generous. They yeah. To the point of actually stuffing it up when they should just have the shot when you're in space. KB, role model to you guys. <laughs> yes. Be like Bartlett. Don't handball. Just keep the goal. Yeah. Um, it was good to see. I just felt like we were <laughs> back to last year kind of footy. But great to see some new players. Well, Where Jack Higgins. Are, yes, yes. His Jack exciting Higgins goal. Jack Higgins got two goals. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Jack, because he passed it in for the second goal of Jack. Yes. Um, I feel like he was disappointed in himself. Wait, do you reckon he was having a shot Jack or do you reckon Rewalt. he was trying to centre it? I don't know. I can't tell, but the look on his face when Jack Higgins kicked the goal was like, <laughs> oh, Another Jack to steal my limelight. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. So, the, the Jacks did well, I thought. McIntosh. Oh, Camden McIntosh. His run. The Carlton game as well, I thought, is very important. Ooh. Really love Nick Vlostone back. The back line looked more settled. Everyone talks about Rance being the most important part, and he probably is, but I feel like Vlostone's... Just as important. And Rance isn't suspended? He's not. Just thinking of some of the other games, did you see uh, the end of the Giants-Sydney game? Yes, I did. Franklin, hey? Buddy Franklin, what a goal. Franklin, this is Buddy Franklin! (laughs) This is the greatest showman! You just knew it was going... Like, I've just... I don't think I've seen anyone who from that distance 
on the run just regularly realizes they can kick it. It's like you can kick it 10 meters further than anyone. Um, but it was a content. He kind of it was the fend off. It was the middle of the ground. The time of the match. He'd been well held, but then he kicks two late goals. And those were his only two goals. Yes, Nat Fife looks like he's back to his absolute best. Little fat nose. Like he's a a midfielder, but he can just take such a. Yeah. He marks above his size. I feel maybe he's taller than I realise. I just don't get him though. You don't get him. What do you mean? Because. He's such a good player, but yeah. you don't see much of him, if you know what I mean. Well, do you know what? And this is, it's the AFL, but we see a lot of the Melbourne-based teams over here. I'm not, don't, not like that. not what you mean. So, like, when he won the Brownlow, that year was obviously a good year. But the next year, oh, did he, he was, get injured? He was injured. He's bit, yeah, but then yeah. the next year after that. Injuries again. Like, I don't. So his body's yeah. back to being right, and we're starting to see him. Did maybe they pushed him too hard? Yeah, or, maybe. Like maybe he wasn't quite ready to be back, and then got injured even worse. Yeah, or something. he's an exciting player, and yeah. a lot of exciting games this week. Are uh, the Lions? We played the Lions this week. Yes, I'm I was really worried. For they were fantastic. Game. They should have beaten Port Adelaide. Well, the Lions had a shot with about a minute left, which if it was about thirty centimeters higher. Who are you worried about the most? At Brisbane, yeah, I think Luke Hodge has the defence organised very well. Do you know who I'm actually worried about? And who? this was a worry. Who last game? Stefan Martin. I think I love Nank a lot, but Nank did struggle against McAvoy. Yes, and he I did. think Stefan Martin was best on ground, and he could really make it difficult. And we we really struggled with clearances, so um, I think that's probably our biggest worry but the Lions just seem to be really having an even contribution from everyone yeah and the doggies came good yes I did not see that coming gee you've been optimistic this year (laughs) which leads us there was an incident oh Um, yes yes good lead McKenna from the Bombers was reported and suspended for biting Tory Dixon on the neck so yes we so, we had to think about um, maybe some weird suspensions that we've heard about. I, I played Recklink footy, which if, for those of you who don't know, is like a, a midweek, I guess, social competition. It's really inclusive. We were playing against Mar- Marmsbury Youth Prison had its own team. You know Marmsbury up near? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the week, we were going up to play them. And we heard the week before there'd been a brawl and that... The Marmsbury players had pulled out like metal posts that were holding the fence up and attacked the other team. So we were going up on the bus, Gosh. really like, I'm not sure if I want to play. Turns out that those players had been suspended uh, forever. <laughs> so the team that we played um, was very timid and it was fine, but the bus trip up was quite nerve-wracking, like, what are we going to face here? Molly, we've done a bit of research. We thought that Tory Dixon was bitten the ear, a recent, bitten on the ear originally, but it was actually in his neck. But we found this little pearl. In a VFL match in July 1925, Fred Laird, South Melbourne, was reported by field umpire O'Hay for pulling the ears of a Geelong full forward, <laughs> Lloyd Hagger. Hagger got sore ears... And Laird got six weeks. Six weeks for pulling ears. Um, another one. Two players were arrested by police 
for fighting on the field during a Norwood versus Port Adelaide game in 1898. The Premier of South Australia intervened after Norwood appealed to him and the charges were withdrawn, providing both men signed an apology for their conduct. Moggs, you've got another one for us. In the VFA match... Preston versus Coburg, 1937, an angry spectator ran onto the field brandishing a beer bottle with which he tried to strike Preston's rover Wilkins. Wilkins flattered him and found found to his disgust that the goal umpire had reported him for doing so. At the subsequent tribunal hearing, Wilkins was let off. He was let off. Okay, I guess you know. Flattening, it, flattening someone's not good, but if someone's running at you with a beer bottle, kind of understand it. Now, you've got another one, Moggs. Whitehead from Sturt, South Australia, was reported by umpire Curry for wearing a ring during a match. A ring? Versus West Adelaide in 1930. The ring was filed off by a trainer. Filed off by a trainer. Wow. We've just got one more here. Uh, in August 1905, City Club... Um, from Tasmania, reported three of its own players, V. Vimpani, J. Cox and J. War, on charges of being undesirable players after a match against North Launceston. The NTFA, North Tasmanian Football Association, deregistered all three and they never played senior football again. So, we asked on Twitter what suspensions, weird suspensions people had heard of, and there was a few that were a bit inappropriate, but I'll say the names for those of you who would remember. Peter Philandia and John Hapawate. We're not going to talk about those two, though. Now, this one this one made me laugh a lot. This is from J.R. Rivet. Rivet. Or the, Rivet. Reliable narr- narr- the Reliable Narrator. In the under-15s, there was a very peculiar umpire. He would have been no older than 22. He was red-faced, yellow-blonde, and had a Rob Bro, the host from Family Feud, post-mullet haircut, tight, thick curls on top with short back and sides. We seemed to get him every second week. He was a real Puritan. Any swearing, which for him included words like crap, led to an immediate free kick. This infuriated players and parents alike. But he was unfazed. One day he was umpiring and there was a skirmish for the ball on a flank. One teenage boy, as is their wont, farted hard and long as he tried to extract the ball. The umpire was horrified. He called time off and told the player if it happened again he would be reported for vulgar conduct. He then yelled, disgusting, and threw the ball up. That just made me laugh a lot when I heard it. Thank you very much for sending that in. Um, Moggs, you've got one here from Ambiguous Andy or Burley Richmondite. They don't like swearing in junior footy. My son brought shame on his family by getting sent off for cursing himself. Swearing at himself. Bernie Dole or Dolly. I was reported for striking an unknown player and guess what? I was cleared. What? (laughs) Um, Slug. In a match I was goal umpiring, um... SANFL under-17s or reserves. Is that South Australian Football League? South Australian National Football League. The goal player up the other end reported a Sturt player for urinating on the field. What? He went down on one knee as if he was stretching, but there was a puddle when he got up and he got matches for his suspension. You gotta go, you gotta go. (laughs) Um, From Jim Kongdon or Wandira Rams. 
Years ago, a lad in my under-18s team got reported for throwing his mouth guard at the <laughs> opposition player as he ran to kick for goal. <laughs> he was deemed launching a missile. Launching a missile. Now, this is a good one. This is from Ambiguous Andy again. He remembers two players being reported for fighting each other from the same team. <laughs> Damn it. Um, and Les Everett Frio. Um, hello, Les. From the Goldfields Football League, Western Australia, yep. 1974, a Norseman player named Rothney was reported for striking railways <laughs> players numbers 3, 4, 7, 10, 13, 14, 18 and 20. Oh, and the railways club secretary during the halftime break. Mogs, you've got the next one Ain't from Norseman. Glenmish or Glenn Turner. In my old PDJFA days, my opponent was reported for throwing lit matches at me. Lit matches? He had issues. <laughs> he had issues? Uh, what? Like, you know, a mouth guard's one thing. Lit matches. Unbelievable. Where did he get lit matches from? I don't know. Well, he must have had him down his shorts or... That's Idiot. bizarre. Uh, we've just got a couple more, more. Yeah. I love this from Diogenes Brown. He came across this when researching the 1929 SANFL Grand Final. Uh, West Adelaide player suspended for three and a half years for hacking an umpire and calling him a waster in a final. Three and a half years? Hacking. That sounds like murderous. Yeah. But I like that. You're a waster. I might I might bring that in at the footy. Mitch He's Robinson, been- you're a waster. I like it. Uh, Mogs, we've got one more. I like this one. This is from Smokey Dawson, um, who you would have heard on the podcast last week. Did a fantastic job with our first footy fan profile segment, which we'll be going to in a minute. Jim Cracker once got two weeks for attempting to trip. Attempting. Attempting to trip. We're now going to go into our footy fan profile. Uh, This week, we're featuring Bulldogs fan Katie Miller. Um, So, sit back and enjoy. Footy fans and footy supporters, footy dads and football daughters. We love our great game, risking chin or shin, and our footy fan profiles will begin. Uh, so I barrack for the Western Bulldogs or Footscray. Uh, I actually came to football late in life uh, in the sense that I didn't really get into football until I was working. Uh, What you need to know about me is that I'm an administrative lawyer and we like to make decisions based on set criteria. So when I got into footy through the work footy tipping competition and decided that I needed a team, I set some criteria for what would be a good team. I made a short list of three clubs that I thought I could follow. I monitored their performance both on and off the field uh, and their supporters for a year. And at the end of the year, I chose the Western Bulldogs as my team. And 13 years later, I'm very happy with my decision. Although I didn't really support football or follow football as a kid, um, I grew up in a footy following family. So my earliest memory of footy um, is being at the Port Melbourne footy ground collecting cans with my dad. I was a really skinny kid. I was walking along the um, wooden bench seats and I fell through the gap and my dad had to go and get the caretaker from the ground to come and basically saw me out. 
Uh, I only recently put a number on my Guernsey. Uh, I put the number of 42, Liam Picken, my favourite player. Um, I really delayed putting a number on my back because I had a friend who told me that the first time he put a number on his back, um, that player then broke their leg the next week. And I've always been really superstitious. Uh, But in a post-premiership rush, I said, no, no, superstition's out the window. And I put a number on my back. I only did it last September 2017. And over the off-season, Liam Pickham discovered that he was having really bad headaches from concussion. So to Liam and all of the dog supporters out there, I'm really sorry. My favourite player now is Liam Picken. I've loved him since he first joined the Dogs. Um, I think I loved his story of how hard he had to work to just get to an AFL playing list. Um, I love that he's like a little terrier who just runs around and sort of never gives up. I think he was our original man of mayhem. Uh, And of course, he was just so awesome in the 2016 final series. Um, To everyone who decided that Liam was your favourite in 2016, I got to him first. Um, I also have a new um, favourite player because I recognise that, you know, Liam may not play forever. Um, And when Pico goes, um, my new favourite will be um, Toby McLean. What I love most about my club is that it's a real community club. It's what attracted me to the dogs in the first place. Um, I love that we were the first, well, one of the first teams to be in women's footy. Um, And I love that um, it's not just about what happens on the field, but it's what happens off the field with, you know, Sons of the West and um, our involvement with, you know, Footscray and multicultural diversity and all that sort of stuff. It's just a real community club. Uh, What I think my club could do better is actually something that they can stop doing, and that is to stop selling off uh, match day experiences. I think that when you try and commercialise and make money out of, you know, being a fan and doing, you know, the cheesy little things that fans love to do, like form a guard of honour as the dogs, you know, run out... I think that it just cheapens the whole experience. It's a little bit like politicians selling access. It cheapens our democracy and it's the same thing with footy. Other than the 2016 Premiership, uh, my favourite moment as a Western Bulldogs supporter was that first AFLW game when it was an actual competition played for Premiership points um, at the Witten Oval and it was just so wonderful to be at you know the home of Western Bulldogs footy um, and seeing women play. It was just awesome. Okay, thanks for that, Katie. That was fantastic. Uh, we're nearly at the end, Mogs. We've got our spoonerisms and then we've yes. got our footy categories. So, oh, I know it's words. Oh, I know it's words. Is that absurd? Before we start reading out some of our wonderful contributions, yeah. uh, do you have any spoonerisms you would like to share with the people? I'm using my microphone. You're using the microphone. Ah. Ah, ah. Very good. And a spoonerism from me. Let's go with, I hope we beat the Lisbon Bryans on the weekend. 
Lisbon Bryans. The Lisbon Bryans. Um, uh, hey, to- you know how the yeah. Giants are just going to be the Giants? Oh, yeah. Giants. Giants. Or maybe they're just going to be Giants. Tigers of old. Ando. Now it brings up an important topic here. Our yeah. terrible new theme song. Uh, the Sable Fingers. Fable ah, Singers. Ah, yes. The original. Very good. Um, and the song nerd, or Chris Holland, he really enjoyed the Hannah Her Dand Ball. Ah, yes. <laughs> but what about the um, Dan Butler? Ben Butler. Uh, Moggs, you've got some from Four Boat. I do. He's got some Richmond players. Nipper Smiles. Nipper Smiles. <laughs> Mig Barbs. Big Barbs. <laughs> Marbia Chol. Drathan Nummond. Drathan Nummond. And Natrick Pache. Natrick Pache. Oh, I like that. Uh, Swishter. Or Swish will do. He enjoyed the Roots Grey Favival on the weekend. He also enjoyed Collingwood's Bisspelt Manor. Misspelt Banner. Fantastic. He, I think he might have enjoyed seeing Hazard's Gamstring. And what about Fuddy Branklin's Bong Lom? Bong Lom. <laughs> okay. Adam Hayes. Hack Jiggins. Hack Jiggins. Like it. Fucklin Logarty. <laughs> Very good. Ma'am, sorry. Ma'am, sorry. Excellent. Ma'am, Thanks, sorry. Adam. Super 10 Commish. <laughs> uh, Fita Palandia. But it'll add some current Salton cars. Cars and stars. Yeah. Catrick Prips. <laughs> Maleb Karchbank. And one of his faves, Crathew Musa. Geekonaut or Scott. Ram Kana. Ram Kana. The number one pick from last year. A speeding car also liked Hack Jiggins. And, oh, we've got a couple more. Jono, 1629. It's pretty old. Or David Johnson. Whale Dateman. Whale Dateman, my first favourite player. And lastly, a bit clever here from Brent Zach. He keeps his veggies in a collie jar. Ha, because Jolly Car. Jolly, oh, now, yes. Jolly Car is John and Molly. Put together. I like it. Uh, keep sending them in. We need to choose our Spoonerism of the Week. What did you like? Fuddy Branklin's Long Bong. <laughs> Fuddy Branklin's Bong Lom. Very good. Swishter. Oh, I think Swishter's already won too. I, I, I did like Hack Jiggins a lot um, and Catrick Prips. But okay, we'll go. I, I like it when you combine a player with, with me. A, an action. Fuddy Branklin's Bong So you bong get a photo long. of Dad's nose. No, well, this is. My he nose. goes into the running again for our to end win of the year. A photo of my nose. A yes. photo of Mog's nose. Signed uh, by me. <laughs> lucky you. Footies categories. This week's letter is M. M for Marbia Chol. Um, okay, thinking about things that happened last week, what would you say if an opponent bit your neck? Ma! <laughs> or mate! Or man! Munchies? Um. <laughs> Mouch, that really hurts. Mouch. <laughs> um, mouth. Uh, mate, you got the munchies. Mate, you got a mouth like metal. <laughs> mouth card's still stuck in. What would you eat at the footy starting with M? Meat pies. Ah, <laughs> oh, meat pies. I was just going to say meat. Um, yes, meat pies. Just some meat, you can't please. can't beat that one, but let me think if I can... Many lollies. Many lollies. You shouldn't, though, because it's not good for you. Merchandise. Oh, I, I know you and you've always been able to get this. You can get the Milo 
Ah, yes. Um, ice cream in a cup thing. Um, what would you wear at the football, starting with M? Melbourne things. A lot of people wear their memberships around their neck. Melbourne things. Yes. I know, I know, I know. Um, many items. Many items, yes, for sure. Oh, if you're a baby, then mini clothes. Mini clothes. <laughs> Very good. You might have a Mighty Tigers or Mighty Blues badge or Mighty Crows. Maybe a Mighty Team. Mighty Team. Um, please let us know the obvious ones that we've forgotten. We're going to finish the podcast now with a little... We're going to sign off with a little segment called One Percenters. Little things that we've noticed when we're at the football or just that we've noticed about the football. So, Mogs, what have you noticed in the first few rounds? Just little things that we Everyone's might notice. Everyone's wearing a white top. Everyone's wearing... There's been a lot of white in the crowd. Do you know what I've noticed? The Little League game doesn't go the full length of the wing anymore. They've got uh, one from the wing to the centre and then another one from the centre out to the wing. I don't know if it's good or bad, um, but it's definitely a one percenter, a thing that I've noticed. I've been dad. And I have been Molly. Thanks, Katie, for um, your footy fan profile. Danke schön. Have a great footy weekend, listeners. That's why you're listening to Dad and Mom's Podcast. Dad and